Welcome to Wellness and Weight Loss with Dr. Susan, sponsored by the Norwin Wellness Center located in North Huntingdon. Dr. Susan Plank is an expert in natural remedies for weight loss and digestive health issues. To talk to Dr. Plank with your health questions, call 412-825-6262. That's 412-825-6262. And now, Wellness and Weight Loss with Dr. Susan. Good afternoon and welcome to Wellness and Weight Loss with Dr. Susan. It's the weekly radio nutrition show where we discuss the symptoms that are keeping you frustrated and holding you back from feeling your best. I'm your host, Dr. Susan Plank, founder of the Norwin Wellness Center, where we believe restoring your health should be natural, easy, and attainable. So we are going to be wrapping up. I've been talking about uh, various causes of fatigue. And today we're talking beyond tired. It's the hidden link between fatigue and blood sugar. So I do welcome you uh, here. It's our, you know, we're on this sort of journey together, and I appreciate you taking the time. Uh, If you're looking, you know, your journey for your health and you're looking, hey, I'd like to have more energy, right? I've got some grandkids I want to be able to keep up with. Uh, I'm getting ready to retire, or my sweetie's getting ready to retire, and we've been looking forward to traveling. Uh, whatever it might be, right, we have to look at in how do we best invest our time and our energy into ourselves to, again, restore your health the right way way. And so this week we're going to delve into a topic. It resonates with many of us fatigue, but if you've ever found yourself battling bouts of exhaustion without cause, you're not alone. And fatigue can really be uh, troublesome, particularly in the midst of life changes and various demands. You might be finding yourself not only taking care of grandkids, or children, but now you're taking care of a parent as well. And so today I want to turn our attention to this key player in energy gain, which is blood sugar. And yeah, the very thing that fuels our bodies can also be a source of fatigue, worry, hormone interruptions, and even unwanted weight gain. So for those of you with a family history of diabetes, uh, if you've not really had the chance to explore what's going on, maybe your levels are okay right now, but it's really a fear for you. You have sort of a history of diabetes in your, in your family tree there. This information is really going to be very important because there are symptoms that pop up as well as things we can find on blood work that start to lead us in a direction uh, to pay attention long before the diagnosis of someone being uh, diabetic. So let's uncover the secrets. Let's look, uh, you know, look under the hood. Let's figure out what's going on and understand your blood sugar and the fatigue connection. So blood sugar, otherwise known as glucose. So I'm probably going to be saying blood sugar through most of the show. Uh, Glucose, those are the same thing, if you look on blood work that you've had done, that is listed typically as glucose, and it should always be done fasting. 
Uh, I see a lot of docs now. Folks are going for their appointment, you know, late morning, early afternoon, uh, and they're still having the folks get blood work done, even though they might have eaten breakfast, and then they're going, they're doing blood work and getting an average, an average of uh, the glucose level. I really prefer that it be done to be done accurately. We want the fasting level. So, uh, again, glucose, blood sugar, it's the primary energy source for our cells. It naturally fluctuates, right? It naturally fluctuates depending on the food that we eat, but also what's going on inside our bodies, how our bodies and our metabolism and our physiology is affected by the food we're eating. So think of these fluctuations as this sort of delicate balance. And when this balance is disturbed, it disrupts our energy system, leads to fatigue and, and other concerns. So for those with a family history of diabetes or those who haven't really explored, you know, their blood sugar levels, not really necessarily aware of those, these fluctuations might be contributing if you're experiencing fatigue. So again, you might not really, your blood sugar levels might not really be on your radar. Maybe you don't have a primary care doctor. Maybe you're just sort of holding off. A doc said, hey, I want you to start taking medication and you don't want to go, you don't want to go that route. So then you just sort of make those appointments go longer and longer in between. But a lot of times I get calls uh, from folks that are very concerned because uh, they don't want to become diabetic. They saw a parent or a loved one uh, that was diabetic, and they saw the challenges uh, that happened. And so frequently it's, uh, I hear from folks, hey, I've, my blood sugar has been going up over time when I get my yearly blood work done, but the doc doesn't seem concerned but at some point, right, I don't, wanna, I don't want it to just keep going up. And that is brilliant. That is exactly uh, who we need to talk to because you're aware. You're aware of what the potential is. You're aware of your own numbers, and you're motivated, right, to make, uh, to make changes. So we have to understand, though, uh, that, that blood sugar, while it does fluctuate, uh, that we still need it to be in a certain range. Otherwise, the higher or the lower it goes in these fluctuations is going to affect your energy on a day-to-day basis. And this is happening long before you're even close to being diabetic, okay? It, it'll be worse. All these will be accentuated when somebody becomes diabetic because the blood sugar regulation is really sort of skewed but the blood sugar going up and down now, even though the person is not diabetic, can still really add to fatigue. So why does the blood sugar matter so much for the energy levels? It's not just about the amount of sugar. That's what it is, really. We think of sugars like bad things, candy, right? We always think of sugars. And it, but in this context, it's blood sugar, right? It's, it's our body... Our digestive system breaks down the food we eat, 
and it puts it into the bloodstream, and the bloodstream circulates the blood sugar so it can feed all the cells. Okay? So it matters how much blood sugar, right? But it also has to do with the timing and the balance of it. If blood sugar levels spike too high or drop too low, that can really allow somebody to feel drained, fatigued, and even irritable. So I want you to think of that little phrase, hangry, right? Hungry and angry. If you find yourself hangry, and maybe you're not sure what it is, if you have that sense, I need to eat, but you're off to PTA meeting at school, you're stuck at work longer, you're not going to be able to eat when you normally would, and a lot of folks, they can start to feel, they can start to feel their body changing. And not only is it a physical sensation of a dip in energy, but now it becomes an emotional, the angry part. So the dip in blood sugar can also affect emotional states of people. And so, in all honesty, for younger women, I always want to pay attention to this because younger women of a certain age group, uh, when things become sort of uh, emotional, it tends to get blamed sort of as PMS. It tends to be blamed on their menstrual cycle and their monthly cycle. Where in reality, to do that then, I think it's a disservice not only to the poor individual going through it uh, and those that love her, but a lot of these same symptoms when we have that same age group of women that are chronically dieting and worried about whatever social media says or whatever the, what's in the, the way they should look, they're putting so much pressure on themselves that that drop in blood sugar from just not eating enough can also trigger some of these emotional responses of, again, sadness, anger, lashing out, and this can go on throughout life. So when we're talking sort of the midlife journey, especially during peri- and postmenopause, this adds another layer of complexity. So we have women younger, we want to make sure that we understand what is related to hormonal sort of PMS. Is it actually PMS? Are those hormones out of balance? Is it related to blood sugar? which can still be another hormone, insulin, but we have to look at it in a different way. When we're talking midlife, those peri- and postmenopausal women, those hormone changes impact how their bodies respond to glucose. And so this is an intricate interplay that leads not only to fatigue, but also then disruptions in hormone balance and weight gain. So when we have someone younger with these blood sugar fluctuations, we tend to see it be more fatigue-related, okay, more fatigue-related. As we move to midlife, middle-aged, we tend to see these blood sugar fluctuations not only is the fatigue there and it's gotten worse over time, 
So we might see someone diagnosed, a woman diagnosed with uh, fibromyalgia, right? Something along a chronic fatigue syndrome, something along those lines. But then this up and down of blood sugar alone with middle age affects hormone balance and then weight gain. So we have to understand, and when we understand this mechanism and the connection between blood sugar and fatigue, we can now start to be empowered and navigate these challenges. And so that's what we want to be able to do. I, I, it's just sort of an aside here. I want to say, you know, I was really, I've been really blessed uh, just Yesterday and today, we, we finished up, I, I do sort of group weight loss programs, and, and right after Thanksgiving, we, we finished this, this last one up. And to be able to talk to women that were so frustrated and had so many health issues, and yet we can see they lost 32 pounds, 54 pounds, we can see these changes when they're motivated and they're empowered and they start to understand the connection between not only the food they're eating, but the timing of what they're eating, coupled with understanding the hormone balances as they go through midlife. And so it struck me because just probably an hour ago before the show, I was talking with, with a woman and, and she's like, I never thought, I never thought I could lose this weight. And she said, I signed up for this program with you and I told my husband, I'm not going to be able to do it. I, I just, I'm not going to be able to do it. And he said, you can do it. You can do this. He was very, very supportive. And she's telling me this, right, after she's lost over 30 pounds now. And she said, I honestly didn't think I could do it because I tried everything under the sun. I did so many programs, and I did Weight Watchers multiple times, and I was never able to lose this weight. And she said, so you came along and she thought, this sounds intriguing, but I'm still not going to be able to do it. This is unfortunately what happens when an individual is frustrated for so long with so many attempts to get answers, to get help, that now they just truly start to believe that there is no help and that they're not ever going to be able to lose the weight, to restore their health. And now it goes from this physical, we want to look at losing weight, and I'm always, I always want, when I work with somebody, I always want to make sure they're getting healthier. But it's really become apparent to me is, is these women are talking about, like, I can't even, I don't even tell my friends or my husband or those closest to me that I want to lose weight anymore because... It's just like, yeah, sure. Like I feel so badly in myself. I don't believe I can do it. I don't think I can get the results. I don't think I can lose the weight. So I just decided to stop trying. 
And when I hear those stories and I hear things very similar, that's really unfortunate because that thinking, that, that thinking is going to hold people back from trying, from actually figuring out and paying attention to the ability to be empowered of what your body needs. How much energy, how much blood sugar does your body need? And that matters on so many factors that are going on in your metabolism. What your hormone levels are, right? How much weight you've gained, what your family history is, if you have a family history of diabetes. So it's just so empowering when we can start to make the connections for people of, of course you feel fatigued, of course you do, when we look at what's going on with blood sugar levels or insulin with insulin resistance, of course there's an answer there. But until this point in time, no one's made the connection for them. So now I want to talk about the signs and symptoms associated with blood sugar fatigue. Okay? So we know that blood sugar is vital. We have to have blood sugar. Again, in the realm of diabetes, it's like blood sugar is a bad guy. But you have to have blood sugar is important because it, it's the energy source for all our cells. But now we want to look at what are the symptoms that your body might be telling you. What are those sort of subtle little whispers, right, those little things that your body is telling you that is informative, you need to start to pay attention to. So an energy roller coaster. If you find yourself on an energy roller coaster throughout the day, you eat and whoo I feel good, my energy's great. And then in between meals, you come crashing down. That very well could be a sign of blood sugar imbalance. And ultimately the longer it goes, it's gets steeper, so we have more of those Emotional symptoms, like I said, angry, right? Uh, but the longer it also goes, now we start to see insulin resistance. Insulin resistance, right? We're going to have more hormone imbalances. If you're tired and you have no idea why you're tired, you've gone to your doc or you've had blood work done or whatever, and you're like, I, I just don't get it, and I, you know, I can't be in my 40s and 50s and like, how am I going to live the rest of my life? I feel tired now. I can't imagine how I'm going to feel when I'm in my 60s or 70s, right? Persistent fatigue, especially after what seems like a good night's sleep, okay? It might be more than just, hey, I was busy, or I have uh, more events now with this time of year, more things I have to get done in a compressed amount of time. You have to pay attention to always, if you're waking up and feeling fatigued, we have to find a cause. But if it's unexplained, okay? If you have cravings, and again, irritability. So intense cravings, and especially for sugary or carbohydrate-rich foods and snacks. So an example, if you're, you're going through your day now, mid-afternoon, and right about now would be the time in the last hour or so, 
now would be the time where you're thinking, oh, boy, I'm getting hungry, I'm getting hungry, I'm getting hungry, right? I want a big bowl of pasta. I need a soda, a pop. I need caffeine. I need something out of the vending machine. If you start to be drawn towards those sugary, right, carbohydrate-laden, those types of foods, I'm going to get a pizza on my way home. And you're also having those emotional, that irritability, that anger, mood swings, again, could be a sign that your blood sugar is fluctuating. Difficulty concentrating. You have trouble focusing. A foggy feeling in your mind. That can be related to blood sugar. And it can also, though, impact your cognitive function. You can't remember. You might not be remember someone's name, but if, you're, if your blood sugar is dropping as you meet someone new and they tell you their name, your chances of retaining that information is less than if you have a balanced blood sugar. Increased thirst and frequent urination. So experiencing excessive thirst, and please try to reach for water. A lot of folks just, they know it. It's one of those things we know. When I ask somebody, how much water do you drink? Not enough. (laughs) That's the answer. It's not in glasses. It's just not enough. They know. They inherently know. And it might be you. You might inherently know that you're not drinking enough water. And so then, is it that you're so chronically dehydrated, your brain's not even telling you anymore that you need to drink? Or when you drink, are you going again towards a soda Right? Even if it's maybe it's a diet soda, but you're not going for water. So we, we look then if the thirst and the, the frequent urination, those are also signs and symptoms your body's attempting to regulate blood sugar levels. And now this next one, weight fluctuations. Now when I work with folks, it's a it's a you know Everybody thinks it's just a downhill, right? I start working with somebody to help them lose weight, and they think it's just going to be a straight downhill. The weight's just going to, every day, just fall off. And for some folks, I talked to one today, remarkably, that's what happens. But it's few and far between. Usually it's down some and up some and down some and up some. And overall, it's going down, but there's little fluctuations in it. But when I have folks that they eat, they eat so little, and yet they see a big weight gain. And I say, honestly, Dr. Plank, honestly, I hardly ate. I feel like I'm not eating anything, and I gained three pounds. I gained five pounds. Or I'm starving myself, and I can't lose weight, because I never want somebody to starve themselves. I actually want them to eat food, just learn how to eat, part of Right? Part of the guidance, learning how to eat, taking out inflammatory foods. But doing it in a way then that helps support and stabilize the blood sugar so now we get rid of those cravings. So we have to recognize these signs. It's a first step towards really reclaiming control over your energy. So if any of these sound familiar, I want you to really listen Listen to what your body is saying. And we need to explore ways, what do we need to do to be able to stabilize your blood sugar? 
to improve your energy. And a lot of times, yes, it, it is food, but it's also the timing of what's going on in your day. How long are you going between meals? What do those meals look like? What's, what's the ingredients in those meals, right? Protein, how much carbohydrate, those types of things. So in the time we have, I want to talk about some nutritional strategies uh, for blood sugar. We're really looking at balanced meals and snacks. So we're going to look at uh, lean proteins. Uh, we want to fo- focus, I always focus on uh, uh, lean protein and fiber. Uh, honestly, ladies, as we age, uh, it's, it's rare that I find a woman that is actually getting enough protein, and this is all across men and women. Uh, virtually no one is getting enough fiber. We want to be aware of the glycemic index. That is uh, an index that ranks food and how much uh, sugar or sweetness is in that food. And again, I don't mean sugar like grams of sugar. It's what is that food going to do to your blood sugar? How is eating that food, the glycemic index of that food, is going to have an impact on your blood sugar? And also portion control, mindful eating, right? How to, how to snack. I want you to snack. I never, ever, ever want somebody to be hungry. But how can you do it in a way that helps support blood sugar, get you satisfied, and still gets the results, whether we're trying to regulate the digestive system, whether we're trying to balance hormones, whether we're trying to lose weight. Whatever the person's goal is, we have to look at putting these things in place to help stabilize and supplement. And there are some great, some great, great supplements to do exactly that. Chromium. Chromium helps insulin sensitivity, uh, it, you know, it really, we talk about insulin resistance. It's really key in sort of blood sugar regulation, but it's not the only thing. Cinnamon, time of year. You're having some hot chocolate, right? Put some cinnamon in. It helps blood sugar regulation. Cinnamon's been shown to, to uh, support blood sugar regulation, and it can really add some nice taste. So you just sprinkle it. Maybe you're having oatmeal in the morning, your morning smoothie. Try it. You don't need a ton. Just put in a little bit. Big one. This is one I love, guys. Love it. Berberine. The research from uh, on berberine is is just going to be fantastic. It just is just awesome. Um, it's it's natural, right? It's convenient. Uh, it helps. Really helps control blood sugar, hemoglobin A1C, we're really seeing uh, some nice, nice research on berberine. So it's about the blood sugar, but we need a personalized approach, blood sugar evaluation. What's the plan? What's the plan if your blood sugar is too high? If your blood sugar, your fasting blood sugar is in in the 90s, if it's over 100, it's too high. It's too high. I want it lower. So individualization and personalization of a program matters. There's going to be individual variability. No two people are exactly alike, even in the same family. And this holds true for how our bodies handle blood sugar. 
genetics, lifestyle, overall health are all individual variabilities that I take into account when I set up a plan for someone. You know, when I'm looking at how am I going to set up a plan, what labs we do, right? I always am looking at how can I craft a tailored plan for this individual? What nutritional guidance do they need? What lifestyle recommendations do they need? How do we get them healthier and move them closer to their goals? So, folks, uh, again, I always, I hope you know this, I always appreciate appreciate your time. My name is Dr. Susan Plank. Please don't hesitate. Check me out, norwinwellness.com. Uh, again, norwinwellness.com. You can find me on any place to listen to blogs, past shows, uh, uh, Facebook page, Dr. Plank's Norwin Wellness. I truly believe, I truly believe that to get you feeling your best, and restoring your health should be natural, easy, and attainable. God bless you all. Thanks for listening. Bye-bye, everybody. Thanks for listening to Wellness and Weight Loss with Dr. Susan, hosted by Dr. Susan Plank of the Norwin Wellness Center in North Huntingdon. Dr. Plank is an expert in natural remedies for weight loss and digestive health issues. To make an appointment with Dr. Susan Plank of the Norwin Wellness Center, call 724-863-5420. That's 724-863-5420. And listen again for another edition of Wellness and Weight Loss with Dr. Susan, sponsored by the Norwin Wellness Center in North Huntingdon, here on KHB Radio.